All right, we're live, pal. Welcome to the God Submission Squad Presents Dollar Menu Midcarders. I'm, of course, the victorious Evangelistico. With me, as always, is the illustrious and illuminous Battle Cat. And we're actually joined today by another person who has a very podcast that I listen to, a very nice podcast that I listen to. I've been awake for 37 hours, what I just said. Yeah. So uh, if this doesn't... It's going to be all over the place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll probably take more well, that's, that's a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be different than any I other place. a nice, clean shit. Yeah, you'll just hear me... <laughs> oh, so what was that like? I, I, so I can't eat at the same time as I podcast. We're recording like this legitimately right... Right after Circus Max. Yes. My head is still fucking sore from the punches of the chain-wrapped fist. But we are here with Greg Jovi. Hey. Oh. That's me. Jesus. So this is a uh, this is the big one. Uh, if you've listened to our podcast, we've been talking about how we were going to have a big announcement, and that's what this is. This is. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of layers of this. There's a lot to get into. So I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off and just throw it all out there. Okay. And then we'll backtrack and go into the details. All right. Maybe the best way to yeah. do it. Yeah. So Greg, rip the so, Band-Aid so off. So why don't you rip the first yeah. part of the Band-Aid off? Yes. Well, the, I guess the biggest part of it is that I've come to the decision to close PWCS at the end of this season. Um, we're not going to run. We'd originally set a date for August 3rd. We can get into why down the road here. We're not going to do that. But... Uh, so October 19th, we're going to run the Mega Ticket as the final PWCS show. Um, and then I will join the Anarchy team in 2020, I suppose. Well, you kind of already joined our 2022. Yeah. You know, give you time to breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, take a couple. I'm going to take a gap year. <laughs> Just get yourself a nice cup but, of coffee. Give <laughs> yourself a minute to walk around, you know. Ah, this is nice. This is what normal people do. <laughs> but that's cool. the 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 long and short of it, I suppose. And there, like he uh-huh. said, there's much, much more to that. And I mean, this this could be two minutes. We could be done right now, yeah. or this could be two days. Yeah. I mean, there's. Well, I guess the next part is me ripping the bandaid because the name on the contract doesn't say <laughs> Jackson. It says Petrie. <laughs> so Petrie Wrestling Championship <laughs> Series. So that actually worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that wit just <laughs> blowing out. It's all the blood. So um, the other part of that is what will happen. So starting in 2020, we will start running monthly anarchy shows. Um, there's going to be like part of like the PWCS concept is going to stay alive into those monthly shows where we're going to do four tournament shows a year uh we'll get the details of that later we're not going to sit here and talk about all of that tonight. no no walk me through day well, by can, day we'll process it's got to be a whole podcast so we can get into it so uh these uh tournaments are going to be like different style tournaments uh we're going to do a strong style tournament we're going to do a submission tournament we don't have the third one yet and then we're going to do the stli like that will live on so if you have a submission idea, hit it. Fuck it, hit us up. Maybe you no, have a really good idea. Please don't hit us. Hit, up. hit oh, Matt man. Jackson. I normally I normally give Greg's <laughs> at, at Twitter. Hit us up at Pierre Abernathy. He loves to talk to you. Send him gifts of your matches. Just fucking mm. talk to him. Uh, Private message him the most. Like if you haven't heard back from him in five minutes, again and again. Yeah, and again. Um, so he loves there's it. going to be four tournaments a year. He uh, hates it. Strong style tournament, submission tournament, STLI, the other one we don't know. Mm-hmm. Winners of those tournaments will go on to the Mega Ticket. That'll be our November event every year. Uh, so that will live on. And 
Uh, the win the the tournament winners will go into a four way. The winner of that will wrestle the Gateway Heritage Champion at Gateway to Anarchy. Yep, every or, year. or whenever we want. I mean, we haven't flushed all this out. No, <laughs> it's like it's like the Royal that, Rumble yeah, thing. Like that, the that's the bills. that's the concept. Like so that those are the parts of that that will live on. Mm-hmm. Um, how this affects our year is if you've listened to the podcast, we've talked about like how we might do an interge- intergender show in October. Uh, we're not going to do that. We're going to save it. We probably will do it next year. Uh, reasoning for that is us running monthly is, is a huge fucking thing, um, you know, with the finances and the business and all of that. So I want to keep things month to month or, you know, every other month, hoping that we keep on this role to where we can, you know have some money here for when we go monthly because monthly is a whole unpredictable fucking animal. We have never done that uh, mm-hmm. with Anarchy. So, you know, we're going to try it out. Uh, we're If it works well, we'll stay monthly. If it don't work well, we'll have to revisit it. But I, I say I'm comfortable in saying we'll commit to 2020 monthly. I feel like no matter what, we'll be able to do that. I, mean, I think we like, talked about not doing December. Yeah, we probably won't yeah. do December. Um, it's too cold. But... So that's it. Uh, we're going to go monthly. Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, this will change the Patreon tiers, which we probably will already have an audio up for that. So once you're done listening to this, go to your Patreon. It'll be up there. If you haven't, sign up for it. How this will affect those tiers, because we cannot do free tickets with these tiers anymore, because we would technically lose money doing that. So so we're still working out the logistics of that, but we will have that for you probably by the end of next we'll week. We'll have it for week. this. We had the logistics oh, of it. Why didn't you tell me? I told you. We went over this. I wasn't paying Here attention. Here we go. Here we go. But yeah, you had so, 12% of a plan. So this is our... That should be up right now. Real tight ship, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. You're fucked. We're, we're <laughs> you should have just walked away. So taking that gap year. That's the big part. Just to reiterate that PWS will hold its final show in October at the Mega Ticket. We will... Uh, it was a dog shit name. It's okay. Uh, we will... I liked it. Go monthly starting in January. And that is... You know, Certain parts of this with the tournaments will still be in, but that's like the big news there. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Click. Uh, we're talking about things like season tickets and that. All that has to be flushed out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're still sitting here in July, so we have uh-huh. some time. But So, yeah. So, if you're a fan and you have ideas you want Matt to do, send them to him. If you're a wrestler that want to get booked on every show, <laughs> message him as much as possible. So, I guess let's go into it. Like, what, what uh, made you make this decision? I mean, I think it all, it tracks all the way back to, like, we had three really solid years where I feel like the concept ran the way it was supposed to. And up to the point that, again, I haven't done the podcast lately because, I mean, this is not an easy decision to have made. Uh, the past three or four weeks, I mean, I've really labored with this. I mean, I wish Jason could be a part of this too because I mean, he was a big part of what we do as well. I mean, there was a... Uh, co-thing, the way that you guys worked this for so many I years. I would die before Jason ever got on this <laughs> Fuck you, Jason. It's fine, he doesn't listen to this. But that was the, you know, that's the same way. We worked hand-in-hand on PWCS, and that was our baby. It was our thing. Um, and so we had to flesh out what this was going to look like for us, What how, okay, if we were going to be okay once this was all done. You know, I mean, that was my biggest concern, was like, I need to do this for reasons we'll get into, but... 
I don't want to lose a friend over it. I don't want to lose a real life relationship over it. So it's not you know, worth it, honestly. Yeah. So we have we talked it out. There's been a lot of shit going on. I do plan to finish out the podcast. I would like to run all the way up to the current shows and to the final mega ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something me and Danny are going to kind of get back to work now that I've got my head on straight after all this. Yeah, I want you to put um, me over more. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk exclusively about how Petrie's the man. Hell um, yeah, the Petrie podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, no, honestly, like, I, 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 I love Jason. I actually really like Jason. Um, it's just like Gabe thinks I hate him because I shit on him for fun. Um, I'm just a bad person. But I know exactly what you're talking about because Matt and I had this exact conversation like a couple of times about NWL. Does he take this? Like, because originally, would I get a job offer too? And if not, like, what would that mean? And I was like, like to me, I would rather like I I've, I would rather the way things happen than anything. Like, yeah. I I would never want to lose Matt's friendship. He owes me too much money. <laughs> I'll leave the fucking state. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go to Oklahoma? Yeah, no, I'm not. No, but it, yeah, it, it's a difficult. It is. I mean, everybody's been there. Um, yeah, but I, I think there's a multitude of reasons if you get into the why. I think the the biggest one, the most obvious one, is that there's not a gap in the market that exists when we were created. When you go back to the inception of PWCS, it was you guys on top. As a, was it Anarchy or is it still LWA? Uh, PWCS, it was Anarchy. Yeah, so it was Anarchy by then. But then there was a huge gap before you got to the number two. And there were guys that needed to be in that middle tier. You know, there were guys that um, could work, could put on a hell of a performance. They just needed a spot to come in and work with people that were better than them. And they were never going to get it at the hashtag shit feds. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and... So I saw that and said, okay, there is room here in the St. Louis market. There's obviously hundreds of rabid fucking wrestling fans, and there's a spot for it. And I, so I went to Jason with that, and we would always kick around, like, I mean, from the time we, we fucking did E-Feds when I was like 12. And that was, the, that was how we met. I listened to the podcast. And yeah, Because exactly. I did E-Feds, too. So, like, that's, going all the way back to then, we would talk about... We want to do this. We want to be a promoter. And I, my idol was Paul Heyman. I wanted to be Paul Heyman, a manager, promoter. So that was always in the back of my head. And so when the opportunity logistically sprung up, because we had the building for nothing for our first event, you guys were gracious enough to give us the ring for next that to nothing or nothing. Beautifully perfect ring. Who I'm sure never, <laughs> never a bad word said about. And. We had a lot of guys that were cool with like, hey, yeah, if you're gonna, this is gonna be a shot for you. Fucking, if it goes poorly, mm-hmm. pay me what you can. If not, we'll talk. You know. Mm-hmm. So there was the relatively low risk, and I went to Jason, and finally we said, okay, what are you? His question, no matter from the time I was twelve up until the time we actually made PWCS a thing, was, what are you gonna do that's different than at one time Gateway Wrestling, at one time LWA, then at Anarchy. What are you going to do that's different and differentiates yourself? So that's what we call, thought of the team concept. Um, and Because that was something that was different. So we entered that gap in the market. Mm-hmm. And my goal was just to beat Dynamo. Like, I wanted to be the number two. Is that, are you going to have to blur that word? Is it a No, because I believe you absolutely did. Well, okay, fantastic. <laughs> good, good. It'll be... Uh, yeah, if you want to hear our feelings on Dynamo, you got to be a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Because we talk about it. I bait them up, you reel them in, Petrie. <laughs> um, but 
and I think we did that. I mean, our first show did like 160 people. Uh, yeah, and, I was you know, there for and then the next one did like 59. But after that, we very gradually, I think, settled into that number two role. And I was happy there. Like, if everything would have stayed the same, if the landscape wouldn't have changed so drastically, I mean, I would have ran that until I was fucking 70 being the number two. I was very happy there. But then NWL happens. And it creates then this idea. I think that's when Jason and I sort of got in our head that this thing could or maybe should be bigger than it is. And we sort of had to grow very rapidly. We had to try to step into your shoes when maybe we weren't ready because we're still building up. We're still trying to get our own fan base, our own thing. And now we have to sort of try to come into this spot that Jackson so graciously was going to kind of hand over the venue and some of the show names and things that we've talked about. Um, And... So I think from there is where the wheels started to kind of come off. I think we started to shoot too big. We sort of um, stopped being what we were. And then, of course, everything grows around us. There's NWL trying to grow. Glory comes and runs the same building as us. See, I think that's what, honestly, if we're being honest on here, I think that's what hurt you. Yeah. Because you could have stepped right into our shoes because we weren't going to be here. And I don't know if it was ever a situation where you guys weren't ready because the shows were good. Like, your your shows were good. They stayed good. But when we left, there there was a market for our fans. And before you could even grab it, you know, Elgin starts glory. And... And you got for, to loot your for the same and... reason, because he's seen the market was about yeah. to open, and he has forty thousand Twitter followers. So then they automatically became the number one, and then you were the number two, but you were trying to run it as a number one, and that's when in the same building, in the same building, and so that's that became not only did it become hard, but I, I was just talking with Durden about this earlier. It became so discouraging where. We once were happy with 100 people. We would, like, we drew 100 people. We were like, fuck yeah, great night. Well, then you start running the same building. You see 300 motherfuckers in here. And then you come in three weeks later and you have 89. You have 110. You have something that maybe would have made you happy before no longer makes you happy. And so that's that's where I think the wheels start to fall off. And then we kind of come into um, the timeline that we're at in the podcast now where... We started to have all those cancels. The we are building the Sean storyline, and that gets cut out from under us. And uh, you know, so I think that start. But I think yeah, the real diagnosis is the whole landscape grows and change and morphs around us. And you know, then now you guys come back, and that like we we really did. I believe the only option we could, which was stay in in bed with you guys. I mean, because if we try to go find another venue that's more expensive to run a show with the same guys as you and we're running a different concept. Yes. But I mean, it's, it's always going to be, if so the only other option was to stay here economically, but realistically we were always going to be seen as the number two. I mean, we could have put a fucking doors blown off fucking amazing show on and everybody would have went, well, it's not an anarchy. And I think that became very discouraging. I don't want that to seem demeaning to no, you guys I, I at all. Can, listen, when feels I, great when to me. When, <laughs> when we went away, and I haven't really talked about this ever on the podcast, but when we went away, 
and Glory when they ran their first show in this building. And I was on Twitter working for NWL and just reading fans that were longtime Anarchy fans. Some of them, not all of them. And it's not a shot at the fan base, but I would read like, oh, this was like the greatest thing ever. We've never seen this. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like we, I've brought in every national level star multiple times into that building. They blew the fucking doors up. Now, you would also have those same, like other fans be like, oh, you know, this is great, but it's just not Anarchy in that building. But you did have some people that would be like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever in that building. And I was like, wow, like, how quick that we have forgotten, like, the years that we put into there. And it was, it was discouraging. So it's not like a shot to think that, because anybody who does the job of creator, producer, is fucking competitive. I am. Like, I want our product, and I believe it is, to be the fucking best, and I wouldn't be able to be number two. And it was a big fucking problem when we were losing money during the end. I'll be completely honest with you. Me and him would talk and be like, man, like, we can't keep doing this. And we would both say, if we fucking fold, everyone that doubted us when we started is going to be like, oh, she those fucking... Even though we ran successfully for years, yeah. would be like... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. told you they wouldn't be able to do it and it kept us going maybe when, when we were losing a lot of money but same I, thing they, literally they did that with NWL like right, yeah. every local guy was like oh NWL is just gonna fold and sure as shit it did through no fault of anybody in this room <laughs> right except for me it was a failure but we were drawing an average of four or five hundred people every mm-hmm. two weeks yeah. in multiple cities but right like people that see it go I told you told you they wouldn't be able to do it so, anyway, it's kind of a long-winded thing, but I understand your point completely, where it's like, you know, when we, it, you did that mega ticket, it wasn't even in Alton, but it was uh, right after I had signed with NWL, and you did that fuck where your team won, it was that great, I remember coming to you going, that was a fucking fantastic main event, and then, like, I could see, though, if someone was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it's still not Anarchy, or can't wait for the Anarchy show, I could see where you would be fucking annoyed by that. And like, that didn't really start until it became a 1A comparison, because, like, right. that wasn't here. Right. And so that, I remember that night, I mean, other workers and, you know, people being like, oh, damn, we should, like, and being impressed with the crowd and, and the way right. it looked and the way it came off, and that felt so good. And I feel like those moments just started to become farther and farther away to where I can't remember the last time maybe this year's STLI but I couldn't tell you the time before that that I went in and was like we fucking killed it like I thought that the STLI here where we just put Shire over was a great story we had a damn good crowd I felt really really good about that night but before then I honestly can't tell you the last time I felt that way and so it's like at some point okay this is no longer uh, rewarding it's no longer fiscally responsible because, you know, I mean, that's another huge part of this. And I don't want it to be too personal or I mean, to bore people or whatever. We just talked whatever. about Jackson's no, drug addict. So don't be a bitch. It's as personal as you want to get yeah, this. But yeah. when this starts, I'm fucking, like, what, early 20s. Um, and I have all kinds of disposable income. I'm living in, in my fucking parents' house, you know, yeah. and I very quickly have a wife. I was married after my third show ever. Okay. Yeah. And we're fucking, so, I mean, we have this extra fucking income, you know? And, and so if I lost $500 on a show, all right, whatever. The company lost $500. Uh, that was my fucking fun money for a couple of months. I'm not going to have that. Well, flash forward now, I am a divorced man. 
Uh, and two, one income. Just the way you leave. Two, you like, divorced man. Two like, incomes. I'll go home with you tonight, Greg. Yeah, Fuck, man. I, I am taken. Oh. Uh, at, hear that, fellas? But, yeah. <laughs> Gymnasties, get back here. But, uh, you know, two incomes become one. And so, like, the money that I had put aside for PWCS now gets allocated to, like, keeping the lights on. Keeping some food in my refrigerator. Yeah. And that's something that I had to get through to Jason and the other people that this mean a lot to is like, you know, look guys, this used to mean, we used to, I mean, there was a time we had a decent surplus. At, we had shows that went real, real financially well. And we built up, we never bottomed out until this got real bad late, late, you know, uh, like kind of late last season. Um up until then, we were running off the money we made off that first show, and it ebbed and flowed and went up and down. I mean, it's like you're sitting at the roulette table, you take a couple gambles, it fucking goes down, but you right. hit a couple and it goes way back up. That's kind of how it was operated. Yeah. So I, it never had to have that personal scare. But I mean, two or three shows ago, I guess this year's Mega Ticket or the, or the STLI, I don't remember which one, but it was when I looked at Jason and I go, look man, if this show goes bad, um, I'm a month behind on my mortgage payment. And I'm going to be two if I lose this. And that means I'm going towards fucking losing my goddamn house yeah, that's... over professional wrestling and my, and my ego. Because yeah. I'm the same way. I didn't want to be the guy that quit. I didn't want to throw in the towel too early. you know. That, and I think STLI sort of gave me that false hope because we had that talk. We go into STLI and it's a huge financial success. It you know, feels great. And you're like, fuck, maybe we are throwing in the towel too early. Maybe that you know. Maybe this next one is good. It's just and it's keep. We can keep it rolling, but it, it then becomes a part. So that's that's sort of everything that leads up. You know, that's the the gap in the market, my personal life, and then you know the, everybody else in the team's personal life. Jason has not been able to devote the amount of time to editing like he did in the beginning, which I believe was our biggest strength in year one. Was that you went to our YouTube page and it looked slick, professional. You mm-hmm. bought a DVD back when those were a fucking thing, <laughs> and it looked really good. It yeah. had the standings on it, like it was fucking great. And then he gets married. He starts thinking about having a child. He's working sixty hours a week. He can't devote all of his free time to cutting this thing that isn't making money. Like when first we would sell out of DVDs every show, and it was like, okay, cool, like that's a good source of income. Well, then they become obsolete. He doesn't have the time to make them as cool as they were. So then we start selling less because it's an obsolete format anyway. Yeah. That all compounds and snowballs. And then before you know it, it's like, well, why am I putting, you know, I mean, he's putting 80 hours of work into these fucking shows or 40 hours, whatever it is. I mean, a, ton uh, a fair of, amount, yeah. A ton amount of hours to sell one $10 DVD, yeah. you know, so he passes that responsibility on, but it's not the same. You know, Dan then took it over. Uh, who does the podcast with yeah. me? Can't but get people's names right. I understand. Jason is a uh, you know a director by trade. Dan was just trying to pick it up and and learn it as he went. So mm-hmm. it's not going to look as good. And so uh, you know, but yeah. So then, it, so that story being that okay. So now other people, nobody can edit the videos. Um, you know, Jason makes the graphics, but we have less time to conversate about what's going on. He. Uh, doesn't feel like he's as part of it as much as he was earlier because he has so much going on. Right. And, and it boils down to the fact that you guys here, you've built a team. I'm now part of a team of, of, of people that make these shows work and go on. It all runs through Jackson, but mm-hmm. everybody plays their part and has their role. And it's become lately where it's 75 to 80% me. 
and I can't do that. I don't have no the one time. Have to be able to do that. Um, I don't have the time. You know, I mean, I work fifty hours a week. I and then I try. I've now also found other hobbies that make me happy. It used to be. If I had free time, it was getting thrown into professional wrestling because it was all I fucking wanted to consume it. You know, and now like I'm, uh, I've been working out the past year. I've played D and D. Like I do other yeah, things. Yeah, D and yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do other things that make me happy. Fuck you, Jackson. And it's like okay, I could go out on a Saturday night and say fuck you guys. I, I, I'm not going to come play. Uh, or hey, I, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, self. I'm not going to wake up on Sunday and go run. Uh, I'm gonna go out and do flyers, but there's—I mean, I, comes, push comes to shove, and you go, "Fuck, I don't want to do that." And when it becomes like, "I don't even want to do this anymore," yeah, it's like, "Fuck!" Like these are the necessary things that need to be done, mm-hmm. and if you can't do them, it's not. And so I explained to somebody, it's like a, a very—I kind of struggle with depression and mental health, and it becomes a negative reinforcement of when shows go well, I feel good. When shows don't go well, I feel really bad. And so now it's like, okay, I, I, this show went bad, so I don't, I'm depressed. So I don't want to do the, get up and do the things you have to do to make the next one successful. Yeah. So then that one goes bad. Well, you feel even worse because now you fat sack of shit. You sat on the fucking couch instead of going. To I'm right it. here. You don't get to attack That's me. been, <laughs> Jesus. That's been the last Should year this of, pizza. of this company, I think. <laughs> it's like, that one didn't go by plan. Well, next time I'm going to fucking knock it out of the park. And then you don't, and it, you just beat yourself up over it mentally and so it's mm-hmm. you know all those things combined the the mental toll the financial toll and the Nestle's toll the, yeah the Nestle's toll house Dan, toll Barone damn fine chocolate <laughs> yes uh, and Jordan. and the gap the now no longer gap in the market we are now swallowed by you guys and glory and even to an extent things like Journey, AAW, I mean, all that stuff, if somebody, if we're running the same night and somebody can drive three or four hours to go to a much bigger show or a much bigger perceived show, then we, there's just not nothing, there's nothing there. Well, and, yeah. and you can't scale back. We no, can't, that's what I was saying. It's a whole financial thing, too, where you look at the ticket prices places, if people are paying 25 bucks to come to our show, 25, 27 bucks to go to Glory... When you're in that market and you have to put on at least a quality show, which means it's going to cost a certain amount, which means then your ticket prices have to be 15, 12, 15 bucks. Well, fuck, that's like, that's $75 or, I don't know, $65 a month for one person to come sit front row at three wrestling shows or not a lot of people are going to, not everyone's going to do that. And then they start picking and choosing. And yeah. Well, and even so, even just the perceived value, right. somebody pays $25 to come sit here and they see tonight, they saw the workhorseman, they saw jigsaw, yeah. they saw Bryce Rimsburg, you know, they saw people that they see on TV. Uh, and they're you do so see Bryce on TV. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Wilson. Yeah. So there's 50, but, or, or so you haven't paid $15, so that's $10 less. So immediately somebody's probably going, this is worse because it's less money. But really, we're trying to put on a comparable product. We're right. using probably 75% of the same guys, uh, at least the top money draws, yeah. and paying them the same and making less money just even if we drew the same amount of people. And so yeah. th- that's one of those things that is uh, uh, a barrier to crossing over and and. and getting as successful as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So should we take a quick break, come back, we're at 27 minutes? Sure. 
Hey guys, if you ever want to look really nice for a wedding. <laughs> I like uh, when you would read those things. Like, this is fucking hilarious. Dude, those like, do you ever get the, get, uh, those they asked us to do it? Like, originally they asked us to, we were like, no. And then we went to Patreon, but apparently Anchor has like its own version of Patreon. Yeah. And now that's molded into. That like the anchor trion. I don't know what it's called. Anchor trion. Anchor trion. I mean, it was. I got like a like a fat seventeen dollars sitting in there from my year and a half of podcasting. <laughs> God, that paid pretty decent. Like I was like, you know what, seventeen dollars. I haven't gotten over the past year and a half. That's more than I thought my dumbass little podcast would make. And did you have like, to record it every time, or could you just do no, one was, static and then just put it in? That was one static, yeah. Okay. And then you just build it into your anchor, like the way you build this one. All right. um, yeah, it's like it's a it's a cool little deal. Like yeah. I I actually had a lot of fun recording them. I like, you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> What's funny is like we don't talk about him. Uh, is Steve O'Reno did that wedding? Shut up, Jackson. Did that wedding thing that made me exactly think of your thing, where like he shows up to the wedding as the ex bride, and then the groom choke slams him through a table, and I'm like, yeah, that guy should listen to Greg's podcast. <laughs> So, uh, we're back. Uh, we're here to talk about more depressing stuff uh, to make you get sad and stuff. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the next band-aid is, I guess, uh, to announce that Anarchy is closing as well. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, uh, Matt and I just don't want to do it because Matt doesn't want to talk to people, and I'm tired of people betraying me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we can just talk a bit about you joining our team. Uh yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm you know, I'll be honest. Like, uh, it would talk seriously for a minute. I'm, I'm happy, but I've always respected you as a creative person. And when we had, like, when we sat down, or how we did this over Voxer, I was sitting down. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> I was probably rapidly pacing as I do when but, I watch you. Um, like, I, I, so I don't want this to sound like I don't think of PWCS like this, but I have said for years that the scene would be a lot better. Like, you have a lot of people that want to book shows, I feel, shouldn't book shows. But they're good at other shit. And if everybody could get along and all them people could come together, we would have a super fucking promotion of, like, you'd have a great booker. You'd have a guy that helps promote that's a very good, like, flyer promoter or something. Yeah, the guy who can fix the ring. You have a guy that can do, like, yeah, mechanic stuff. Fix a ring. Fix your truck if you need a ring truck. Or fucking trailer if you need a ring trailer. You could have someone great that's like a customer service person dealing with your fans and like, but we have know, the perfect music guys. So everybody that's, that's wants to be the booker, so you don't ever have. That's why you have a hundred promotions in an area because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be the fucking booker of the promotion. Tax time, baby. But I always looked. I thought you. I think you are very good creatively. So when we talked about this, I was like. By you coming over here is just going to make you know our team or my team stronger, and this will make our promotion even better than it is right now because you're going to be a part of it. And when we go month to month, that changes things. Things have to be booked different. Stories have to be booked different. Stories have to be built longer and different. You're going to have a rotation of talent in and out that. You know, it changes things dramatically. It makes this a way bigger of a job than what it is right now. So we need bigger team, 
and I, I I'm happy to have you aboard. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like that that legitimately means a lot to me. And I mean, we've talked about that as we had our personal conversation throughout this, but it does to, because that was the one thing was I didn't want to quit and be an afterthought. Right. You know, I didn't want to be a blip on the radar and not feel like I did, you know, because it's real easy for me to sometimes be in a locker room. And even though I'm, I mean, I hit 10 years this year yeah, and I still feel like the kid in the room because it's a lot of times, I mean, I paid to watch you guys. I paid to watch Dingo who I've been in a locker room. I, I sat and had a beer with Michael Strider last night. I drove fucking five hours to watch Michael Strider wrestle Samoa Joe when I was so like 14. Yeah, yeah, we, you know? we were in that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's like, that does you can feel that way sometimes no matter how long you go through and so yeah (laughs) joe just turned around he was not thrilled and so to to, oh no you're fine to get that respect means a lot to me and i i think that was the longest i don't want even the company to be seen as a failure because i don't i mean we've talked about it and jason and i have talked about it. it's like shit for two guys that started something with a little bit of money and like we bought uh, out of box cameras from Best Buy, like open box models, yeah. um, and that was what we started with. I mean, that was the capital that we had, and no business acumen, nothing. Shouldn't have lasted this long. Shouldn't have gone six seasons. Right. And especially, I mean, when people looked us in the me in the eye, I mean, because I I don't want to say the concept was all me, but it was very. You know, it was like I kind of presented it. Jason tweaked it. I presented it to a couple key people. They tweaked it, you know. So, but they're not here. So take people full did look at me because I was the guy here and in the wrestling circle, mm-hmm. not Jason or those other people mm-hmm. that looked at me and said, "This is fucking stupid. It's not going to work." And it worked. Yeah, like absolutely. it worked for a good long while, and I still think it could have worked longer if we were able to kind of grow on our own gestation period and not have to come up and continue to use like high dollar talents and put on these high dollar shows because we made our hay i mean look at that first season our championship yep. team that was fucking super over i mean people were went nuts for jojo bravo mm-hmm. sadie blaze outcast nate redwing rest in peace nate yeah like hates a lot <laughs> oh god oh no um and you know we made people viscerally hate Adam Rich and Mark Sterling. Like, we used people that other people weren't going to use or find a spot for them. We found a, a niche for them to go into. Because people legitimately and, hate those people. And that's the way that I wanted to run. That's the way we always envisioned running. You know? And, yeah. then, and we used Colt that one time, and that sort of spitballed. And then Albert hit me up and said, uh, stop being an asshole and book me. So we used <laughs> Albert twice. Legitimately how Albert ended up on that first show. Uh, and yeah, and then we then we used uh, Jimmy Falls in our lap, and so it sort of this, came this thing where we're like, well, just keep taking shots, and it kind of mm-hmm. grew into this own animal. But um, you know, it, I think that it is it. It was much bigger than it ever should have been, and it was we had some really big, great, successful shows. I mean, to me, the peak is that Last Man Standing, Joe versus Tom. I mean, Casey or Casey versus uh, Stephen Kennedy. Uh, How dare you? Oh God, I'm breaking kayfabe. I'm so sorry. They don't listen. Like I'm killing the business. It, Tom <laughs> does listen. He told me. Williams. He told yeah. me. Not the same person as Stephen Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> they both listen. Oh, I'm in good authority. That's their mistake. Um, it, but 
that was probably the peak because I mean we built that feud, we built those characters, built those guys, and we put two hundred people in that old hollowed out fucking bowling alley on the back of that yeah that match and um, so that that proves to me that we did something good and that I do have something to offer you and your team mm-hmm. um, and, and so that does that does mean a lot to me to know that um, yeah you know and I think another point to make and is kind of when you talk about a team and talk about these things, and and I, I'm sure somebody's out there going, well, goddamn, Greg, how long does it take to write a fucking Facebook post? Or how long does it take to write a tweet? It takes but a long time for people really, to go fuck themselves. Yeah, it really does to craft something correctly yeah. and to target the right audience, mm-hmm. you know, and well, then... And, and to do it after you've worked all day. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, very that, true. That, that, that's what people don't understand, like... And we joke around about people messaging me, and and we've talked about this on the fucking podcast before, but they just keep reiterating it. Is people don't seem to understand that you or me don't just sit there with the fucking phone in front of us, going, "Well, I'll be here in a second. Somebody fucking messages me wanting to come yeah. wrestle," and they don't understand when you don't respond. It's like, well, this is why because I fucking work. Then I have to try to promote the product. And then if you're doing a podcast, you got to promote it. If you have a Patreon, you have to promote it. You have to have a fucking life outside of wrestling. So You also have to book the show and make sure, like, as much as you'd like to have everyone on the card, this is an Ian run. Boom, you won't listen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to take a shot at him, but, like, you know, like, you can't fit everyone on the card. No. So unless, like, somebody amazing falls in your lap and you're just like, fuck it, I have to find room for him. Like, not everyone makes it on the card. And that's just the shitty, like, the shitty Mm -hmm. truth that, like, we don't like it. We wish we could run a 15-match card and have everybody on it. Like, because there's a shitload of amazing talent out there. I would sit in here for that. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, well, you know, everybody gets eight minutes. The thing is, though, I'm pretty hands-on with the talent that we do use. So all the other shit I had you do... And I'll, I talk to Connor fairly regularly about, like, okay, pre-event party, this would be funny, this would be funny, you should cut this promo, and he'll come back with some shit. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Let's do this, let's do that. Go talk to fucking Gary. I think we should do this, and we're going to go here with this story. Call fucking you and talk about where we're going with this or that. Call Vox you, talk yeah. about where we're going with this or that. You do all those things to put on a fucking wrestling show. So when fucking Joe Schmo is emailing that's why you're not getting a response i got a thousand other fucking things to do so that's yeah. also where crafting tweets and posting on facebook that's where you have to have a team yeah. and that's where like with our social media i delegate facebook and instagram to tommy and then i just do twitter mm-hmm. but so let's give it a specific example like ladies night mm-hmm. we put out that thing we got a massive amount of uh, messages to the facebook and one of the things i do is, is very little um, is like if people like promote like themselves and mess like hey I want a book I want to get booked blah, blah blah like I'll read them like if they shoot matches or whatever I'll maybe watch a couple of them watch their promos and then I will say like hey thanks for the message like please forward everything to Matt and then I'll tell Matt what I saw and like some people like I some people did fall through the cracks some women did fall through the cracks and they were like what the fuck I messaged you and it's like I'm sorry. Like, I, I work at the And that's all me. If it falls through the cracks, that's on me. And It's on me, too. Sometimes it's just because I don't have enough, like... Well, sometimes you just get buried. Like, well, it's not a... Yeah, it's I mean, I'll stop you. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's on anyone. I think it's on the people that, 
expect us to fire something back. Right. I mean, because it, it is, I mean, I've gotten those before where it's like, you, you, they send one message and then, you know, a, a day later, it's like, well, I could have, I would have liked a response. And it's like, yeah, I would have liked to not been, you know, uh, working 10 hours and then, you know, letting my dog out and going to the fucking, and cooking dinner and right. taking a run and, and writing whatever I can or producing the podcast. But I did all that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sorry I didn't have time to fucking, and I'm not going to bullshit you and say I watched your stuff when I didn't or say I'm going to and I didn't. Yeah. So you're, you're just going to sit, you know, and, and a lot of times it does get buried in like, you know, if you, you tell the fans, hey, uh. Send your message request for tickets here, but it still goes to your personal page in nine other different locations. Well, then that's the same place that these these other requests are going. Shit yeah. gets jumbled around. So I, I do think, and I see even vets tweet about stuff like that. I would expect to know better. That's you know, it's like like sort of perpetuating anti promoter culture, yeah. and it's like it's a much harder job to do it and do it right. And I think that's what leads it back to the point of this mm-hmm. podcast is I finally decided I can't do this job right. Mm-hmm. I am I still believe I'm a good booker, but I'm not currently a good promoter. And so... You're good. You're good. We can keep going. Yeah, just, probably, just, probably just Gary. Just, just bring this fucking ne'er-do-well right on in here. Ghosts! Ghost. Fucking ghosts! <laughs> Man, there you guys go. whooped their ass in Texas. Now they're uh, coming they're back dead. for you. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to watch that when I move back. And people take it personally, too. And it's, yeah. like, it's not a fucking personal thing. Like, yeah. shit so what just people gets don't lost. Get is, I don't know, man. I, Let's bury the I, I have, on paper, a submission tournament partly booked out that's in April of 2020 is when that tournament will happen. So it's like when from you, here till April two thousand twenty. When, when you think long term, yeah. there aren't a lot of open spots, and I you try to reiterate that to people, well, especially for like Greg, like you had a team thing, like so points had to go a specific way. <laughs> exactly. like, you couldn't just be like, oh yeah, fuck it, who knows this show? Like the Ego Busters win three, and the Dark Knights win two. And like, well, wait a minute, who are the Dark Knights? Oh, this tag team that just ran another message. Me. They wanted to be <laughs> exactly. On the team. So I gave them their own team, and and sometimes those, and I think that's another thing that fell through with. The so the talent level rises up the dollar amount we've talked about that but then their avail their availability is also more scarce so you know we tried to build a a team around say the besties well they're not as available as they once were mm-hmm. or you know you'd want to build around even the year I mean we wanted to build around submission squad you move away Gary moves on to bigger things become less available like Matt's just a know, piece of shit uh, this year the uh, well, the story that I wanted to run. I don't think I've talked about this, and who knows if I ever will. The main story I wanted to run was No New Friends Go It Alone. There's three of them, and they don't they don't get a fourth, fifth, and sixth person. They fight all the other teams that have six people to pull from on their own. And maybe one show, uh, two of them get beat up before. One guy has to go the whole thing by himself and play with that dynamic. We get, all right, that's... That's what we're gonna do. That's on the books. Oh fuck! Two of them are gonna move away, <laughs> and you know that doesn't happen. And I don't know. I'm not trying to say shit to other people. Fuck but, you, Kev. You that, burned us. That was a you legit. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. It was yeah. like fuck. That's an you know. Here's this idea. Here's this great idea. Ah oh, man, it's fucked immediately before it even gets off the ground. And uh, so you know that that became very very difficult to continue going with that because 
we it didn't have the option to say, here's where I'd like to go in a year, but if we get to June, it can pivot this way. We had to fucking lay out an entire year ahead of time, and it just got very, very difficult. And so that's where I think the step back, joining this team, and then who knows? I mean, in three years, you could be... Yeah, you can yeah. be like, fuck you guys, I'm PWC no, back no, again. No, no, but I... Petrie, Coastal Wrestling Submission. You can't, you can then go to fucking Pittsville, Illinois, and run, a, if I decide, like, hey, I want to I wanna run a, you know, a little indie where fucking this guy, this, you know, right. two-year in dude is my top dude, and he's the fucking Pittsville, Illinois champion. <laughs> like, Shitty and Illinois that's champion. what I want to do for yeah. fun, then I can do that. But right now... You have to. You can't put it back in the bottle. So you do have to sort of lay this chapter to rest, and yeah. then whatever that next chapter can be down the line. I mean, I'm I'm going to turn thirty the day after my last show. I mean, that's it's not to say it's the last time I'll ever promote a wrestling card. Yeah. Because who knows what could happen down the line? Well, but. like legitimately, like we were talking about when I move back, I would like to set up. It doesn't even have to be a school. Just like a like a gym where people open gym. Yeah, right. could just come like fifty dollars a month. Like. My idea would be like $50 a month or however much it costs the building is split and then as more people join the cost becomes less because I don't I don't care to make a profit. I, yeah. I want wrestling so you're trying to, to be, screw the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want wrestling to be better. Like that's what I want. Like Maybe if I, you weren't such a piece of shit to everybody around here you'd be welcome at more schools. I'm welcome at Stoner U you piece of shit. <laughs> and you know I'm moving away. We're going to be away. doing a podcast about that when he moves oh, back. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. How great. Hell like, yeah. Dude I like those guys so much. But like that's what I like and like we were saying like we could do like a student like or like a young guy thing where like it just maybe like it's just like this nice little show five bucks you come in yeah. and you get to see people as they progress like yeah. that would be fucking cool to me like you know get people like Durden on there who don't have a lot of engineering experience you know, <laughs> get them around I mean I, I how much where are we at 17, 17 minutes. 18 minutes I mean for me I, I think it's cool because that you're joining us just because I think you deserve to be a part of the number of number one team. And I feel comfortable saying that. that I don't like uh, saying that. I, I never look at people as one or two. I look at like, I believe we have the best team. Like, Oh team. Yes. Right, like, I mean like product, like, but everybody, I mean, like, I just, everybody has a different opinion on product. Yeah, I, yeah. I just mean how, how our business is run. We have hit such a good fucking stride. Yeah. And, no, I, I, I would, I would say number one team. I would give you that. Yes. And it's because of Tommy does everything. the way people do their jobs and it's, it's worked really well for us and you deserve to be a part of that. And I, I think that we're going to do some really cool shit. Uh, because you don't deserve to rot away. Just to reiterate, just for people that know, like we'll be starting monthly events starting in January of 2020 with Circus Maximus. We'll be running monthly from there. Parts of PWCS will stay around as far as Mega Ticket. We'll run four tournaments a year. Do you mean Gateway to Anarchy, by the way? That what I say. You said uh, Circus Maximus. Yep, sorry. Well, we're here still. We're so not. We're not editing it. So it's a fuck oh, you. Yeah, it's Gateway to Anarchy. So from there. It will be monthly through November, which would be the mega ticket event, and we'll be doing four tournaments a year. And we've kicked around cool ideas like uh, maybe the the guy that wins each tournament goes on to be in, he's automatically entered into the next one, and you can only enter so right. many tournaments throughout the year. Right. Or maybe you know this this submission guy wins this tournament, but then he's got to go into the high flyer tournament or the Whatever. you know the brawler tournament or whatever and he's completely out of his element how does that happen mm -hmm. right. and, and if a guy wins all of them he automatically gets the shot so it's a fucking Thanos ring collection thing at that point so there's yeah. there's all kinds of cool concepts I think that we could do and I think that's 
that's the other thing for me is I'm more I'm invigorated to have ideas again. It, it becomes a point where you do you slog away at the same thing for so long you do get burnout. So oh, it's yeah, cool do. to know that I could box you and say, Hey, I have this idea for this tournament or hey, I have an idea for this entrant. I've done that recently yeah. and yeah. it gets taken and maybe it doesn't get applied there, but it could show up in some other way or or you like know, you workshop it back and forth. Yeah. Like, well, what about the, well, what about this? Is like, oh yeah. Well, what about this? This and this. Yeah. Or we recently. I mean, we were riding the car home from Journey Pro, and I won't get into what it was, but it was cool for you. To, it was. I think it was a big show of faith to me for you to come and say this was an idea I had. This could go this way, this way, or this way. What do you think? I mean, that might not have been a that might have been a very small thing to you, but it was a big thing to me because I think that. That really showed that you valued my opinion and what this show was gonna, was going to be. Yeah. And because I'll be honest, like I don't, I look if, if I didn't thank you, if I didn't value your creativity or your opinion, I would just be like, well, you know, thanks, bye. You know, I like, will run. <laughs> Trust me, he won't talk to you. We'll run monthly here, and you can manage. Yeah, and, and that, I, but uh, I, you have way more value than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I, I mean, I. I you know it's always sad, like when like when I when it, when Anarchy closed and I went to do NWL, even though I was like, oh boy, I'm gonna make fucking fair amount of money for once doing Get this. That direct deposit, cha-ching. It was still like, fuck, man. This yeah, is, yeah, it all, sucked for me too. End all, of an all, era. All these years you put into something, but. Once you get past, like doing the weekly TV, as much as I love Anarchy now, and I actually like, I would, I mean, I wouldn't go back to doing anything else I don't think because our business is going so well but I got a thrill out of writing the weekly TV so once like the oh, that sucks kind of died down from you know the straight out of anarchy I really enjoyed my time at NWL and I think that you know once the oh, this kind of sucks part wears off on this I think you'll see like this is going to be fucking really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, th- and this is very cathartic, like getting yeah. all this out. Mm-hmm. And I think the the only last small thing to touch on of value is how I think it will affect my character here in St. Louis Anarchy. Yeah. Because I do, there are certain things that I can't, couldn't say, or couldn't do. Because I, I still had to be the face of my promotion because there was no one else to do that. There was no business front man for that. It was me. Right. So I couldn't say all the things that I was bitter about that I would have liked to have put into that character, which was the uh, the basis of it, because you know, I didn't want somebody that was going to buy a ticket to go, well, oh, fuck that guy. I'm not going to go to his show. Yeah. Right. And that's sort of, that's lifted now. Right. I mean, I still am not, I'm not going to go out there and take a shit in the ring or anything wild. Appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> I can draw from that bitterness because there is a part of me that is like, you you know, th- this amount of people came to the building this month. We put on a compare, a fairly comparable product and a third of you didn't show up this time. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Why am I the redheaded stepchild? And I know for all the reasons we've talked about here, my faults and my failures are the actual reason, but that character can sort of channel that and blame the fans. And right. that was... But I mean, it's also just like a human feeling to be like, you know, what... Yeah. Like you said, like, what's wrong with me? It's like, well, nothing, but it's just, you know... Yeah. So I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it's... it's... almost like having a team that's ex- the only promotion in the goddamn field. <laughs> that's the promotion. <laughs> it, it, team it's Anarchy. Just, it's just like a... There's 24 hours in a day, yeah. and, and you have to promote, and that 
when we talked about this all happening before STLI, yeah, before that was a very good success, and that's just I mean that you have to have, you have to promote, and if there's not enough time to do it, it ain't gonna work, yeah, because you know there's so much shit around here now, and it's mostly yeah. that. Well, ha, not all of it, but most of some it, some of it is. So why okay, what's in yeah. this here? Consolidate. We'll yeah. join forces like yeah. Wonder Twins. So I want to end this with Greg shooting on someone on the podcast. Going to mm-hmm. bring this up right here. All right. Tell us oh. the Ace Hawkins story. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. And, you know, and there you go. That's, this is exactly, this is one thing I wouldn't say on my podcast because I didn't want to fucking, you, know, you don't want to make waves. Oh, man, what if I really need to break that Brandon Espinosa glass this month? I don't want his best friend mad at me. Uh, that, that, that's. I mean, look. Go back and watch. You could. That was. A, oh shit! Somebody canceled. Crash. We gotta call him in. Uh, but yes, I got first show ever. We're running, and it's in uh, the setup. Was I worked at that YMCA, and so they would handle concessions, and that was the only money they got was whatever they made on concessions, and uh, so. Whole boy comes up to me at the end of the night, Ace Hawkins, and he's he's telling me like, "Oh man, boy, I sure I sure would uh, sure would like one of them hot dogs from over there." And I go, "Yeah, brother, uh, I don't control those. That's the venue. That's the only way they're making their money. So you should maybe ask them if you want to do that." Oh well, I just uh, sure would like one. I paid this motherfucker, by the way. It's not like <laughs> it's not like I didn't pay him, and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well I just I really would like, and apparently then he goes over and he's kind of a, he's an equal dick about it to my wife who is works at the YMCA's working in concession stand, and uh, she's the same way like well this is the only way we're making money so it sure would be nice if you paid for it and eventually somebody just gives him one it was like man you were a dick to basically my entire fucking family <laughs> uh, over a fucking dollar hot dog we sold them. For a dollar. I didn't give this guy fucking, I didn't write him the blank check or anything, but I guarantee. Bought, he probably could have bought 20 hot he dogs. He could have bought several hot dogs. <laughs> Maybe that's what you should have bought. But isn't there, isn't there a session? And then, yeah, like, so then he fucking, there's a long pause. I don't hear from this motherfucker for a long time. And just recently, he wrote something. I, I, I guess I, I, if I'd have been more prepared for this, I would have had the exact thing. But. <laughs> He wrote something, or messaged me and said uh, something that was just real uh, shit. What was it? I remember the story. He didn't you, so wasn't he invited on a Facebook invite? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he, he was like, I saw that I was invited on a Facebook invite. That, does that mean I'm booked? And I fucking tore him. I will admit, he caught me on the wrong fucking day. And I was yes. I said, brother, uh, I would hope that somebody who was in the business as long as you have would fucking understand that unless I have contacted you, you are not booked. And then I fucking blocked him. And so then he went and wrote on the page, like, oh man, he's charging to shit on me. So then Tom and Joe shat on him for like 20 series of comments. <laughs> he was like, oh God, I love you guys. I miss you guys. Didn't realize that they were just shitting all over him, <laughs> which was amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's that was that story. And those are those are the kind of things that you can now hear about right here on the Submission <laughs> Squad podcast. I have an Ace Hawkins story, but I won't I'll tell it off the podcast. <laughs> Craig, I'd like for you to shit on this oh, guy. My, mine... Probably isn't good for public English. <laughs> but it might be good for Patreon. Be good for Patreon. Patreon.com <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> 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 slash Anarchy STL. Um, 
But yeah, man, so I, I think just to wrap this up, I, I'm excited for what we're going to do. Um, you know, Mega Ticket's going to be a big night. Mm-hmm. What's the date of that again? October 19th. October 19th, the uh, final PWCS show. Then we will start doing Anarchy Shows monthly starting in January 2020. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're a Patreon subscriber, this will change the tiers. So when you're done listening to this, just kind of hop over to Patreon um, and we will have that all laid out for you, what the tiers will be. Um, those tiers will not start until January of 2020. So for the whole rest of this year, nothing's changing. But starting in January 2020, they will. Speaking of Patreon, you guys like that banner we had? That beautiful, beautiful banner. Beautiful. Ticket, uh, the stickers were flying off the shelves. We today. didn't sell one, did we? No, we sold a few. I'd have okay. to, I didn't ask Deborah how right. many, but we sold a couple. Uh, and to kind of circle back, like something that I, that's close to me is a person who in Texas made my career on intergender oh, wrestling. Fuck. Just because we're not doing it this year doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. Um, and, 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 and it's, it's something we actually want to do, but like. We have to be prepared for what's coming next year. We have to be. We've even thrown it around as a tournament idea, but then we don't want it to seem like women are not allowed in the other tournaments. So that I mean, that's a kind of sticky, sticky thing thing to walk across. Yeah. So you saw Rain Victoria tonight. So we're going to try and incorporate more women. Billy Starks is back on September thirteenth. I'll release some of that now. She'll be in the pre pre event party match for that card. So we're going to try to integrate more of the Lady Tonight competitors into the shows. But yeah, the we just had, you know, we, we banged the drum again. Like we Alley just, Cat, you're not welcome. We have, we just have to always mind the money. Like, you know, I have so to. So you be, can have a show and I have to be careful. So I don't, you know, I don't feel that financially we can run July, September, October, November, take off December, and then start running monthly. I want to, hopefully we can keep our success. Tonight was a massive success. If we can do that again in September and November, we will have what I like to call a bank of money that we can have for our next year, which means if we have a fucking down month or two during this process of trying to learn running monthly, it's not going to kill us. So the intergender show has to be put off because of that, just so that we can hopefully do it next year. But uh, yeah, Man, things are going the way they've been going. We're going to have it next year. We just oh, yeah. want to make sure that we have to have it. Don't want to put was it the cart before the horse? Yes, they say. I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> that is it. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We'll be back to plug shit. Didn't we just plug everything? No, we didn't give no ticket links, brother. Oh my god! All right, we'll be right back. God damn it! Fucking dirt worst. All right, the big go home. We're all standing around like a bunch of fucking jerks. So, who wants to plug what first? Flip a coin, Greg. I'm going first because he's scrolling through his phone. Uh, trying to rampantly trying yeah. to figure I out. I know the my links. I'll go first. Right? You want to throw this gauntlet down? I have these fucking links and these plugs at the end. I have them down beautifully. He actually. But is. when I did the fucking news deal that we had here, yeah. number one, I misspelled my name, like my first name, Matt M A T T. I was like, uh, she's like, just say and spell your first and last name. I was like, oh, cool, my name's Matt Jackson M T. was like, no, M A. And then I fucked up the ticket link. Good job. Way she cut it all out of the story. Anyway, Patreon, patreon.com slash anarchystl. Tiers starting as low as $2. You start getting content at the $5 level. And at 2020, it right. changes. It's going to change. So but again, then, if you're signed up now, go to Patreon. We'll already have audio up talking about how those tiers will change. But again, they do not change until January of 2020. So 
you'll be all right until then. <laughs> You're all right, Playboy. Uh, we return to this building we are standing in right now on Friday night, September 13th for Battle of Spalding. I think front row is sold out. I'll have to double check. Or it's think, like two left. Well, I think we sold the last two tonight. So okay. I have to double check on that. But uh, GA tickets are available at battleofspalding.bpt.me. You could have done bos.btp.me.tt. Well, you can do a shorter link, but I didn't fucking want to. <laughs> so that's the link. If you don't want to type it out, copy and paste it from the Twitter. It's right there in the fucking profile. Click on it. Buy your tickets. Probably going to get pretty crazy. Nick Gage, Chris Dickinson will be here. Yeah. Along with another special guest. Who? I can't give it away. Yeah, don't see it. Chuck Palumbo <laughs> of the Natural Born Thrillers has responded to my messages. <laughs> Fuck with you, a, Mambo. Fucking restraining order. Yeah, but I mean, that, I mean, if I go to his house, he has no choice but to come here if I'm at his house. <laughs> I want him to lay a mattress in his front yard. <laughs> and I'm going to live. All yeah. right, I'm done. Okay. And then October 19th will be the mega ticket. Uh, so far, the only actual announced match is Buddy Shepard going one-on-one with Pierre Abernathy. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, that piece of so shit. I'm killed, Buddy I'm, I think I might buy a front row just to watch him. What did, what did he do? Yeah, what did he do? He told me to suck his dick. <laughs> Been in this business 15 years, and... Family show, no less. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, mean, I run a tight family product, and he <laughs> did, stood in the center of that ring, looked him right in his eyes, and told him to suck his dick. Did you find him? Fucking horrifying. I would have fired him, but Pierre said, no, I no, want his ass. I want to get my October He wanted 19th. his ass? Well, yeah. <laughs> his ass in that ring October 19th, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, and then unannounced so far, but, uh, I mean, I'll reveal some of this shit right now. Yeah. Why not? I'm going down in a fucking blaze of glory, so... <laughs> Uh, Sean Orleans has challenged Gary J. Oh, that's going to so go great for him. See, see how that works up. out for him that uh, night. Did Gary accept? Um, no, Gary has not responded. Yeah, he's probably got better things to do. Uh, and then the other interesting thing we're doing that night is Casey Carrington has challenged everyone. Ming? It'll be Casey Carrington versus the locker room. Casey Carrington is going to run a gauntlet. He's tried everything. We tried to bring in a goddamn vampire to kill him, and it hasn't worked. So okay. I mean, be, stay tuned to our YouTube and stuff. We're going to flesh this out as we go through, but uh, it'll, it's Casey Carrington versus the world. And then uh, my team will face Dan's team in the final. So it'll Who be the team? Ego Busters versus Team Danny Adams. So just Danny Adams? Yeah, uh, no, no. We'll, we're going to, uh, because of the way shit worked out, I think we're going to uh, draft teams on Facebook as the build-up. So okay. we'll each announce a guy going forward, he doesn't know this because I'm figuring this out kind of on the fly, but uh, we, that's the way it'll work out. So yeah. we're going to kind of throw the teams out the window for this one and, bu- and build a fun match for everybody. Okay. And to well, send I'm not wrestling, so sign me up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk. If we see no who, where you're going to get drafted. I'm a two-time might... winner back-to-back, you piece of shit. It <laughs> wasn't me. No. I carried that team. Yeah, bullshit. On what? Your bad shoot knees? bones in there. <laughs> All right, come on, calm down. But it'll be uh, a very fun, very silly night uh, across the board. I mean, we're gonna. The, I want it to go down uh, and be my epitaph. So it's gonna be fucking weird, and it's gonna okay. be wild, and and everybody should head to pwcswrestling.net to buy tickets. All right, so it's gonna top the bottom of the worst ever Royalist Rumble. Yeah, absolutely. Rumble Royal. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so there I'm you have gonna it. Gonna go to sleep now. All right, you have everything. Greg's gonna drive twenty minutes to go to sleep. Who the fuck knows what we're going to do? Hey! Oh, God. All right. I hate Denny's.